After the Sabbath at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came from heaven, and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guys the guards were so afraid of him, they shook and became like dead men. The angels said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here, he has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he was laid. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He is risen from the dead, and he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the woman hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clapped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers. Go to the Galilee. There they will see me. So I want to leave three sentences with you. And we have just uh, six minutes. Three sentences, two minutes for each. That wasn't meant to fill in time. You know how sometimes in church people fill in time with lots of things. I think it's good to greet one another. And Jesus did that. When he met his disciples, he said, Peace be with you. And brought grace and peace into their lives. Well, from that reading, I want to leave three uh, sentences which I'm going to borrow from Mark, uh, Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 to 10. First of all, let's start, uh, and the older I get, the more I realize if you want something done, you ask a woman. If you want a committee, get men. So, we start with the women. Uh, the women thought Jesus was dead. You, they go to the, the tomb, and uh, here we have it in um, um, Matthew chapter 28, verse 1. After the Sabbath at dawn, the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the other Mary went to the tomb and took the spices to preserve the body of Jesus. They were at the cross and they knew full well what was facing them. It's interesting that if you were to read the different accounts, uh, they fill in the gaps so that you don't have one picture from the various Gospels as they record uh, the resurrection. At dawn is an interesting phrase because dawn is between, literally, the literal meaning is between two lights when it is at its darkest and when the light is going to give way, at dawn. And it is, in, a, in many ways, a very powerful symbol, isn't it? The darkness of Good Friday, the dawning of Easter Monday, at dawn. They didn't know that. We do. And that's what makes all the difference. The women thought Jesus was dead. But what you have is the angels' message and here's an interesting thing. The first um, people to hear the message were women. The first messenger was an angel. And the first pulpit, if you like, was the stone. They sat on the stone. He, she, it, angels are generic in that sense. But the angel was there. In so, the symbol of defiance to seal the tomb 
becomes the symbol of proclamation. He is alive. So do you see the, the concept here? Two lights, when it's darkest, the dawning of a new light, the symbol of defiance is the symbol of declaration. Jesus is alive. So, the women thought he was dead. That's the first sentence. And the sub-sentence, the next little one, is this. Don't be afraid. There you have that in verse 5. How often do people want to say to you, really, don't be afraid? So much of our lives are governed by fear of what is or what might be. My abiding memory of being afraid was one uh, Christmas about 20 years ago in this graveyard. Some people in this church, even today, keep leaving the lights on. And I have to come out at the dead of night to come over to switch them off. This was before we had lights in the graveyard. What would you do If, like me, you've come over about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, I'll just go into this congregation, don't go away, 10 o'clock at night, and behind, literally, behind the gravestones, you hear breathing. Seriously, deep breathing. I don't know if, have you ever had the hair on the back of your head stand up? And I said, who's there? And there was... No answer. No answer. So I went back. Don't go away. I went, I went back home to get a torch. And with fear and trembling, shone the torch. And there were hedgehogs playing around. What, did I, what was I afraid of? Sorry? I know. <laughs> but what did I think was behind Hedgehogs. That is true. I was afraid of hedgehogs. I thought... Well, what did I think? Silly, isn't it? What did I think, Cameron? Um, that it's a yes. A person's ghost. Or something. Or someone. In the dark. Behind gravestones. Deep breathing. Rustling. Scary, isn't it? My fear was only fear on hedgehogs. Exactly. Sometimes when we're afraid of things, they don't really mean a great deal. Not really. And the women were so afraid that the meaning is they were paralyzed with fear. They couldn't move. And the soldiers, the strong men who'd seen conflict in Gaul and in the whole of the Roman Empire, now mature, strong soldiers in their retirement, just doing a part-time job, seen life in all of the raw realities of war, are absolutely petrified. Somebody has risen from the dead. Isn't that amazing? Well, that's the first sentence. The second one is this. They heard he was alive. Look at verse 6. He is not here. He has risen just as he said, come quickly and see the place where he lay. They heard he was alive. 
Now today you are hearing, I am proclaiming in second hand. They heard, but they hadn't seen Jesus. Even though Jesus said many times he would rise from the dead, they didn't really grasp it. Just think today on this Easter Sunday, there are many things that Jesus says that somehow we find difficult to accept. And the angel invites them to the tomb. And here's the next uh, sentence that we have in verse 7. They say, come and see. Come and see. The word see means come and get involved. Find out for yourself. It doesn't mean come and be a spectator. There are people who love church and they are sort of spectator Christians. They look on to what's happening. They somehow are not seeing with that involvement. Come and see for yourself. And with that come and see, and this is the thing that makes the church what the church ought to be with the next verse, verse 7, is this go and tell. Go and tell. Come and see, go and tell. When you discover for yourself that now you're not a spectator Christian, but a participating Christian, then everything is different. And the last sentence that we have. The women thought Jesus was dead, and the message was, if somebody is alive, then you have nothing to fear in life. Don't be afraid. They heard he was alive, and the message then and now is, come and see for yourself. Come and see for yourself. And when you do, tell people about it. Go and tell. And the last sentence. They met the living Jesus personally. Now, I have to confess that I have not met Jesus personally in the way that I've met you and you've met me. Not in that sense. I agree. But the Easter challenge stands firm and secure. When you obey God's word, he comes to you. He comes to you. And the big danger in the Christian faith is that it's all theory. It's in this holy book and it stays there. But when the word comes alive in our experience, then... That's what makes all the difference. In the book, in my life, in my experience. You must get Jesus into your life. And you say, how do I do that? By believing what is said in his word. And what's the last sentence that we have? There it is. Go and tell. That's it. Go and tell. Faith in Jesus Christ is not a private love affair between him and you. It's not a secret society. It's not a club where some belong and some don't. And this is the challenge that we have. The women who were the last to leave the cross were the first to come to the resurrection at the tomb are the ones who now go and tell the men. And so, verse 9 ends like this. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, 
and worshipped him. And look at this. Then Jesus said to them and to us, don't be afraid. There it is again. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. And, and communities of people throughout the whole world are discovering again and again that Jesus comes alive when we believe his word. And it comes out of the book and into our hearts and into our lives and into our homes. Jesus is truly alive. And it's not a spectator religion looking on. It's a participating religion seeing, being involved and receiving greetings, he says. The literal word is grace. Grace. What's amazing about grace? You find out in Jesus. 